All right. Today we are on uh, day 72 of quarter four in our year-long study of the New Testament. We're almost done with the New Testament. We're on Revelation chapter 9. I'll go ahead and read the uh, verses 1 through 12 in Revelation 9. Then the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen to earth from the sky. And he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. When he opened it, smoke poured out as though from a huge furnace, and the sunlight and air turned dark from the smoke. Then locusts came from the smoke and descended on the earth. When they were given power to sting like scorpions, they were told not to harm the grass or plants or trees, but only the people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were told not to kill them, but to torture them for five months with pain like the pain of a scorpion sting. In those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will flee from them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. They had what looked like gold crowns on their heads, and their faces looked like human faces. They had hair like women's hair and teeth like the teeth of a lion. They wore armor made of iron, and their wings roared like an army of chariots rushing into battle. They had tails that stung like scorpions, and for five months they had the power to torment people. Their king is the angel from the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon, the destroyer. The first terror is past, but look, two more terrors are coming. So that's the first 12 verses. And the the fifth trumpet blast unleashed terrible locusts on the people of the earth. And these verses describe a you know horrible situation for people, so bad that they would rather die than go on being tortured by locusts that sting like scorpions. Pretty scary picture uh, that is being painted by uh, John after seeing this vision. And the next trumpet blast caused another terror to be unleashed on people that um, hopefully you can take time and read about that too whenever you have time. So so it's kind of hard to imagine, for me anyway, this type of torture uh, that that would be part of God's plan, right? I mean, so maybe we need to ask ourselves and, and ask God what it is he wants us to learn from reading about this vision that John had. Maybe one of the things we need to take away from the reading is the importance of repenting and following Christ above any and all things. The, the chapter describes such pain and torture that that people who refused, you know, for the people who refused to turn to God. Later on in the chapter, it talks about people who suffered from these plagues, but still refused to turn from their wickedness, you know, to turn from their theft and murder and sexual immorality and witchcraft and these bad things. So, Perhaps God wants us to fully understand the punishment that awaits those who do not follow God. And the, you know, the torture described sounds like hell 
you know, un, unceasing torture. I've mentioned before um, that it's it's always hard for me to try and picture what hell would be like or exactly what heaven will actually be like. I've come to think of it in terms of closeness to God, you know, heaven being being closeness to God and separation from God being hell. Um, certainly these are very vivid pictures described in the book of Revelation so far, not only of the kind of the majestic brilliance of the throne of God and the heavenly beings, but also the, the sheer agony and torment of being exposed to the evil one who punishes and tortures and kills. So maybe that's the purpose of this chapter, for us to take a moment and reflect on how different it will be for those who follow God than for those who continue to follow their own desires and pursue selfish things. You know, at least from this chapter, I think we get a mental picture of how important it is to seek God above all else. Um, certainly none of us want to experience the, the calamities described uh, so far in this chapter. Those are my thoughts for today on Revelation 9, so I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, teach us what you want us to know about um, the future, about what's in store for us, and about what's important for us to do right now as followers. Guide us, deliver us. Help us to seek the things that are important, to seek you above all else. And we know that will result in in um, a wonderful life with you instead of a, a terrible, terrible existence separated from you. So, Jesus, it's in your name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.